Hey, what's up, y'all? Back again with another episode. I hope you guys are all doing well and taking care of yourself and keeping your head up. You know, right now is one of those times where we're just like, what are we doing? Like, you know how it is right now. This is a whole new world we are walking into. So I hope you guys are all doing well and really, truly taking care of yourselves and understanding that you still have a purpose on this earth. If you are breathing, you still have a purpose on this earth. So keep going. So I want to talk about habits. How do we get rid of our habits? And, and, and why do we even have them? Why did we pick them up? Why are we judging our habits? And um, why do we call our habits good or bad? Because our habits can be just something that we picked up from someone around us. Habits can be picked up because we're stressed. And it's like, how do we change these habits? How do we get rid of the habits and no longer want to identify towards these habits because they're exhausting? Some people like the habits that they have. And there's nothing wrong with that. And they're owning it. And that's okay. So is there really a point to even sitting here to judging somebody within their habits? Because they'll always find somebody who matches those habits or who will accept them for their habits. So is it really bad? So that's why I say, habits are nowhere good or bad. It's just depending on how you look at life. But if you're the type of person who wants to change your habits, know that it's going to take time. It takes time. And I remember when I was doing my whole change and my whole shift of just wanting to stop drinking and smoking uh, that some people can stop cold turkey and some people cannot. I was the one who stopped cold turkey. I just got to a point where I just wanted to stop smoking. I had a situation actually that I'm going to share with you guys where I was working at a store I was a store manager at a store and I would vape all the time and I would go home and I would smoke weed. Um, I would smoke in the morning and then I would come home and I would smoke as well. And then I'll smoke again <laughs> and then I would be on repeat. Um, but I would also vape when I was not at home and I was working. On my break, I would smoke. On my lunch break, I would smoke. And after, when on my car drive home, which was like at least 40 minutes, I would smoke. So there was a lot of smoking going on. And I noticed my skin was really, really bad. And I was it was making me feel sick. And, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on. I was just super stressed out. And, yeah, I knew it wasn't good for me. But I wasn't going to stop. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I know I needed to stop. I was just really addicted to it. And... Um, I was addicted to the process. I was addicted to um, buying the liquid. And um, I was addicted to the different vaping um, styles and how to smoke with. It's just, you know, all of it. And I enjoyed it. I'm not even going to lie. I like smoking. I mean, I'm not going to deny it. And I said that in my other podcast episodes, that I'm not going to deny that. And um, there's definitely a calming effect with smoking. And... I enjoyed it, but 
it got to a point, like I said, where it was just not making me feel well. So this one particular time, there was a girl who who um, was an ROP. Basically, it's students who work from the high school. They work for you for a couple hours just to see what it feels like to work in society. <laughs> so the girl, she had went to my district manager and said like, hey, I'm offended that Krista has her vape plugged up in the back. As like, okay. So this is what my district manager was telling me um, one day during a meeting. And she had called me and told me that. And I was kind of caught off guard. Like, why would she be offended at the fact that I am having my vape plugged up in the back? And I'm not smoking it. I'm just charging it so I can go outside and smoke it away from everyone. <laughs> so I was just kind of confused. And my district manager was like, you know, I'm not... I'm not worried about your vape being back there. It doesn't bother me. You know, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And she said, just ask her, you know, why you're offended by it, why she's offended by it. I was like, all right, awesome. So she comes in and she tells me, I basically, I say, hey, like, I'm going to talk to you before you leave. And uh, why, why are you offended by my vape? You, you know what? I'm really curious. Like I came at her super cool and chill and I'm just super curious of why you are offended that my vape is plugged in back here. She said that her uncle had just passed away and went into a coma from vaping. And I was like, oh, totally was not expecting that at all at all so basically from that day forward I had not smoked because I know that was a sign from God to get me to stop smoking that day it was getting down to it so that was my warning that was my huge warning and I was so thankful the fact that she told me even though she was a little scared because mind you they're 13 years old 12 15 years old you know, trying to navigate through throughout the world and having to talk to <laughs> to someone who they feel is over them, which I am not. Um, I was just so grateful with the fact that she told me and I gave her a hug. After the program was over, she would come in a lot and visit me and I would tell her, thank you so much for telling me about the vape because that situation... I was there at the right time for that moment so I could stop. And that story was for me. And so it saved me. Honestly, it saved me. And, you know, my grandmother, she smoked. And this is something that she passed away from was lung cancer. So that was a big enough indication, but this was even before my grandmother was even sick, but, um, a little bit thereafter she, we found out that she had, you know, lung cancer. So everything has its divine timing and I may have picked up that habit from my grandmother, but at the same time, I sure in the hell loved it, <laughs> but I definitely stopped it. Um, so there are always going to be reasons of why somebody does something and why they don't do something. 
So when I tell people like, hey, I stopped doing A, B, C, and D, I did it for a reason. And the first thing that some people want to do, majority of the time when I get a reaction, they think that you are better. Automatic. Well, you think you're better because you want to stop smoking. Or you don't smoke anymore, so you think you're better. And it's like, little do they know the whole background of why I don't do it anymore. This is why I don't do it anymore. So why are you giving me a hard time? Why are you ostracizing me because I don't do it? Why are you pressuring me to do it? And why are you competing with me and making me feel like I am better than because I am choosing to go this route because it's best for me and my health? So sad, you know? I kind of digress, but it's it's the truth. So, and if any of you guys are feeling encouraged to change, do so and don't regret it. Don't regret it. Don't let people make you feel bad. Nothing. But within this habit, you know, within that habit, I stopped. That was something huge for me to stop. And some people, it's not that it's, it's they don't stop cold turkey. Some people, sometimes they don't suggest you to even stop cold turkey like that. You kind of want to wean yourself off. It could be a shock to your body. You can go through a major withdrawal, even if it is cigarettes, a major withdrawal, you know, when you're addicted to something and it becomes an, an emotional attachment as well. Emotional attachment, a habit attachment, a systematic attachment, a routine attachment. But I'm not going to sit here and deny the fact that I didn't love doing it. I did. I love the way that it made me feel. And because I'm I'm announcing that the fact that I love the that that I like smoking, it was easier for me to let go. Because I'm not denying it. When you hide it, that's what happens. That's what happens. It's harder for you to break the habit. Don't deny yourself because it's not that bad. Society likes to put that on you that it's so bad. <laughs> and the fact is, is that there's many people that smoke and there's nothing happens to them. So I was thinking like, huh, if there's people who have the habit of smoking cigarettes and nothing happens to them for years and they don't have no complications when it comes to smoking, then for me, it was more of an attachment and it was more of an addiction, a mental addiction and me suppressing whatever it was that I was suppressing, whatever I was dealing with that I didn't want to deal with, I picked it up within my habit of smoking. That was my thing. That was my thing. So I got over the fact of hiding it. You know what I mean? I got over it. I didn't care what family thought. Yep, I'm smoking it. And I like it. So once I got over that, I slow, I, I, I started to see looking back that you know, it was easier for me to stop cold turkey because I stopped being embarrassed about it. Because like I said, it was for me, it was more of a mental thing. So, you know, I can easily pick up um, some weed and start smoking if I wanted to. And I feel like I know that I would be okay because it's in a different vibration now. It's not a, in a vibration that I need it, that I'm addicted to it. I need it to pick me up. 
You know, some people just smoke just to experience it because they love the way that it makes them feel. It's not for them to cover up or mask anything. It's not. So that's why I say habits are not necessarily good or bad. And it's what you want to deal with. Whoever you're around, if you don't like people who don't smoke, don't be around it. Period. But if you do want to stop a habit, know that it is a process. And I can give you a perfect example. Say you go and you move into a new apartment, you get adjusted to your apartment, and you've been there for a year. You want to do some rearrangements in your apartment. You want to change some things around. Some people love to change their apartment around. Some people love to change their 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 silverware, their plates. They like to rearrange things. Say you get a new set. You start to, to move new plates in. You start to move and shift other things around in, in a different cupboard, right? You do all the shifting. And then the next day, you're looking for your favorite cup, but you put the new cups and the new plates in the main uh, cupboard that you always put your favorite cup in, but you put your other favorite cup in a different cupboard next to the main cupboard, right? So you open the door of that cupboard and your cup is not there. And you're thinking like, where did my cup go? And, you, and you're like, oh, that's right, I moved it because I got new silverware and plates and stuff. It's the same thing as a habit. You wake up the next day, you put your cup in the other cabinet. It's an adjustment to remind yourself like, hey, my plates are right here in the main cupboard and now my cup is in the other cupboard. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing, it's an adjustment because your body is so used to going to that same cupboard and getting your favorite cup out of it. But now you switched it because you wanna see the new plates in the main cupboard, you know? So it's automatic, it's robotic. So you have to give yourself time. I know it sounds funny and it's a little weird of an example, but I'm giving you an example because I dealt with this. Because my mom actually, um, when uh, living with her, she, uh, would change something in the kitchen and then um, I would forget that the plates or whatever don't go in there anymore or the cup doesn't go in there anymore and she would get upset she was like I thought I told you and then mind you I'm younger I'm younger I was younger mind you you know I, I told her I was like I don't I don't I forgot that uh, you changed it like I'm not meaning to put it on there on accident but it's just a habit because I'm always putting the stuff here I'm always putting it here you know so uh, it is an adjustment and don't beat yourself up don't be that mom <laughs> that yells at yourself because you went back to a habit or you slip back and you're like okay like I tried to stop smoking for a couple days or whatever your habit is if you want to stop eating sugar whatever it may be know that you gradually have to wean yourself off it's just like when you put your dog on a new food if you've been feeding your dog pet a science diet which is mainly corn based food and your dog is constantly itching and um, the dog has some irritation on its skin the dog is shedding a lot and just irritated allergies and it's because of the food so you decide to change the food you have to wean in the food you can't just give your food your dog food um, all the new food they're gonna have diarrhea 
This is something new that you need to introduce to them. It's the same thing. Have the same care as you would as an animal. Have the same care as you would for yourself. Wean yourself off so you could start to break yourself from that habit. Period. And if you slip up a little bit, that's okay. We're not here to beat ourselves up. I cannot stress that enough. We are not on this earth to continuously beat ourselves up because society has trained us to continuously beat ourselves up to keep us low-based, low-thinking, and around others who are thinking low-based and low-thinking. So remember, your mind is strong. Your, Your mind is stronger than what you think. We have to pump our minds with power. Pump your mind with as much power as you can. It is possible. Don't let none of these MFers around you. I don't care if it's your family. I don't care if it's your family. I don't care if it's your friends. Those people are the most influential people in your life. Do what is best for you. Take back your power of your mind. Do things for you. Go for that career for you. Don't do it for anybody else. Just don't. You'll regret it every single time. And the world will show you that you didn't pick that for yourself. You know why? Because you're miserable. You're unhappy. You're not as happy as you could be. When you pick a job that is for you, when you pick the friends that you want, when you pick the partner that you want, when you pick the career that you want, that gives you power. When you learn as much as you can, it gives you power. It gives you confidence. You know something different that somebody else doesn't know, so you have something to offer. You know yourself. You're getting to know yourself of every single corner of who you are as an individual. You are special, you guys. You belong on this earth. You belong here. I love y'all. Peace.